Hello everyone, I am Prachi and I am Jayashree and we are back with another episode of IGIB at all. Jayashree, another year has started. Yes, and we wish our listeners a very happy new year. And we hope that we can get a relief from coronavirus this year. Hope so, Prachi. Can you believe that we have sailed through two years of pandemic and we are entering another year with a new variant of concern? Yeah, I know. I still feel like I'm living in 2020. But if we look back, we can see that even in times of pandemic, there have been some great achievements in field of science. Yes, I might sound like a sadist, but I feel like the pandemic has brought the best out of the scientific community like rapid development of vaccines against the novel coronavirus. Yeah, you are right. Oh no, not about the sadist part, but yeah, about the scientific advancement. In the past, it took more than a decade for the rollout of the first dose of vaccine for any disease. But you see, in case of COVID-19, the vaccines got approval for clinical trials within a year and by the end of 2021, a humongous percentage of world population has been vaccinated. Yeah, and apart from rapid vaccine development and COVID-related research, there are significant noteworthy scientific advancements like mapping of the brain connectome from a 1mm cube of brain section by researchers at Harvard University. That was quite amazing. And you know, the first Alzheimer's drugs, Educanumab by Biogen, got FDA approval. Although the scientific community is divided in opinion about the drug approval, it is a first big step towards developing a cure for a neurodegenerative disease. And there are many other interesting pieces of work in our scientific community in the past year. Let's hear about it from few of our colleagues. We have with us Dr. Anurag Agrawal, the Director of CSR Institute of Genomics and Integrative Biology. Hello Dr. Anurag. Hi. We would like to hear your opinions and views on the recent scientific advancements. Yes, the years 2020 and 2021 will always go down as years of COVID. However, we saw a lot of developments in science that are either indirectly or not at all linked to COVID at all. To me, one of the most interesting things that occurred in the last two years was a complete change in the way we generate and evaluate evidence. As you know, most people talk only about randomized controlled trials or well-proposed, properly designed, executed studies as the only way to generate high-quality evidence. COVID made us abandon such preconceived notions and actually look at how can you use real-world data generated from actual care of patients to derive high-quality understandings that would stand the test of time. And we have seen that through big medical data, big public health data, being used almost in real time sometimes to reach decisions. This confluence between data science, public health, and medicine is something I'm sure we will see more and more of in time to come, paving the way towards a faster way of implementation, evaluation, and ultimately making sure that we follow best evidence practices in medicine. What is your take on the application of artificial intelligence in the field of biological research? For many years, we've been thinking about what AI can do for medicine. The last two years, again, were very, very interesting. Things that people took for granted, that AI will be fantastic at images. AI will help you diagnose COVID on chest X-rays better than RT-PCRs. They all turn out to be flawed and they all turn out to be false because the reality is there is only so much AI can do. So where people had their highest expectations, I think 
we found that people were expecting a bit too much out of AI. On the other hand, applications such as you know AI for protein folding, you know things that started with DeepMind, ultimately went on to AlphaFold, they turned out to be totally pathbreaking. For the first time, we can see that AI can help us with serious biology, serious insights. And it is possible for us to even look at the viral genome, viral proteins, fold them in silico, dock them in silico, bind things to them, uh, predict in advance whether you know mutations like Omicron, what antibody bindings will be lost. And that gains us very, very important precious times. So for example, in WHO, when we saw the sequence of Omicron, it was very quick that you could make out we will lose binding of so-and-so antibodies. And ultimately, you know, when the real data came out, it was exactly that. So I think these abilities we have gained and AlphaFold being one of the most uh, frontier-level techniques that we are seeing is showing that AI, biology, medicine is a very serious interface far beyond automatic analysis of images and smiling cats. Thank you, Dr. Anurag. Next, we have Dr. Arpita Kunal with us, who is a DST-inspired fellow at CSAR IGIB. Her work is primarily on neuroepigenetics. Over to you, Dr. Arpita. Hello, everyone. This is Arpita Kunal. Uh, first of all, we wish you a very happy and prosperous new year. Today, I want to share with you uh, three groundbreaking research of uh, neuroscience from 2021 that really uh, amazed me. First one uh, is a success story of neuroprosthesis in which a brain implant turned a paralyzed man's thoughts into words. So uh, here the subject was a severely paralyzed patient who could not speak and a group of UCSF uh, researchers uh, surgically implanted a high density electrodiary over the patient's motor cortex responsible for the speech you know, and recorded several hours of neural activity for a number of sessions and several months. So, the interesting part was the electrodes recorded his thoughts as brain signals, which were then translated into specific words using AI. So, this was a successful demonstration of a direct decoding of the full words from the brain activity of someone who could not speak. This was really a very interesting thing. Uh, second one is a story of how a cytokine based gene therapy, remember the cytokine is conventionally thought of as immune molecules. So here the study showed that a designer cytokine, injection of a designer cytokine interleukin-6 recovered a mice from motor deficits. So basically the cytokine regenerated injured nerves in the spinal cord of mice and allowed the previously uh, paraplegia mice to walk again and that is within only 2-3 to three weeks. So this is also a success story of how the motor deficits can be recovered through an immune or cytokine based therapy. Uh, the third one is uh, very favorite to me because uh, it is related to my field and somewhat concurs with why I thought of or I hypothesize. So uh, last year in August, uh, this was published in Nature Neuroscience. So uh, Columbia University researchers showed that loss of a single placental hormone called allopregnenolone alters long-term brain development and behavior and these deficits were resembling to people with autism spectrum disorder. Uh, the interesting part was that later on a single injection of this allo in late pregnancy prevented the changes. This was very promising that these kind of psychiatric disorders is preventable if diagnosed and treated early and of course with hormone replacement strategy. So that was really interesting to me. 
so these are all the uh, three interesting discoveries that uh, i was thinking to share with you thank you thanks arpita for the interesting information next we have with us is dr purti katpalya she is a science communicator and loves doing science outreach hi purti can you tell us about the scientific advancements that you have found interesting over the past year some of the interesting scientific advancements that happened in 2021 include mrna based vaccine development for covid-19 the first pace at which moderna and pfizer could achieve this has now opened up avenues for development of vaccines for various other diseases using a similar mrna based approach while we here on earth have been fighting the coronavirus The solar parker probe by NASA managed to enter the solar corona. This is the first time that a man-made object has come so close to the sun and it is really fascinating because we are going to gain insights into the solar atmosphere, the solar winds and about stars in general. As a science communicator, one of the most interesting and unique way of communicating science that i came across in the last year uh, was this adaptation of vivaldi's four season into the uncertain four seasons and uh, in the original composition by vivaldi he has portrayed different seasons like summer spring with different uh, sounds that are characteristic of those seasons uh, now in the uncertain four seasons what happens is the an algorithm changes the score of the original composition based on the climate change prediction of 2050 and now the music is going to sound like how it would feel like in the year 2050 and this is if if we are going to choose not to take any step to reduce the global greenhouse gas emissions and uh, the most drastic example for uh, one of the cities that really moved me and scared me was the music that was generated for shanghai which was a complete silence that indeed was a bit troublesome thank you for being with us purti next we have with us asim chaplakar who's a phd student with vast knowledge in various fields welcome asim hello all my name is asim chaplakar I am a PhD student at CSIR IGIB and my topic of research is protein biophysics. The year 2021 has been an absolute roller coaster ride for the field of science. Due to worldwide pandemic, the focus of public discourse on sciences has largely been on the SARS-CoV-2 virus and the related topics such as vaccines, immunity, etc. Countries all over the world heavily invested in vaccine development. but other branches of biology were also being explored with similar zest so i'd like to talk about three such discoveries in the field of biology that didn't get much attention the first one it is publication of the first ever map of connections in human brain on a cellular level or what is known as a connectome the scientists took a 1 mm cube piece of human brain sliced it up in thin sections and imaged them using an electron microscope The resulting huge data consists of around 50,000 neurons and over 130 million synaptic connections. This map takes a huge step forward in furthering our knowledge of how human brain works on a cellular level. Like many COVID vaccines, those were discovered in 
the second discovery is also a vaccine but it is the first ever vaccine for malaria that was officially endorsed by the world health organization in the month of october uh, this vaccine developed by glaxosmith klein it is based on a surface protein of the parasite plasmodium falciparum and it is the most efficacious so far to prevent malaria this discovery has brought us very close to saving millions of lives in the near future the third one is also from the field of healthcare in the same month the world also witnessed the first ever successful zeno transplantation of a pig kidney and a pig thymus gland into a human body the pig was genetically engineered to express human proteins on its cell surface to avoid rejection and it worked well at least in a brain dead patient but like the malaria vaccine this discovery will also save many precious lives although we saw devastating effects of the pandemic in almost every aspect of human life silver lining of the worldwide pandemic is that the governments and the people are now aware of the importance of science communication well at least in india there have been efforts to take science that happens in labs to the masses through posters infographics videos podcasts and other social media i hope this science communication continues to flourish for a better future thank you asim thank you so much last but not the least we have lakshita sharma with us who has just joined phd at csr iib hi lakshita hi people uh, so my name is lakshita and i am currently working on a broader topic i would say proteostasis and there were few things that came up this year and that really you know uh, took my attention so the first was a paper that was released in nature um, towards the end of the year which talks about a protein called dax so up until now we were under the impression that all the major chaperons that are available in the biological system are known to us but the study pointed out an important discovery of another protein which was yet still unknown which can you know prevent aggregation and you know uh, solubilizes these existing aggregates and also can unfold the misfolded species so in a way the study really pointed out towards how little we know about the field and what all could be you know new things could be done the other thing that i read about re- related to my field that was really interesting to me was how proteostasis is maintained in male and female germline so the study was conducted by elizabeth bromfield's group and they really pointed out how male and female germ cells uh, you know are uniquely dependent on maintenance of proteostasis to achieve a successful fertilization because if you look at it objectively oocytes are long lived cells and you know are subjected to long periods of arrest and are largely reliant on the translation of the stored mrna on the other hand the sperm cells are relatively ephemeral and and are completely reliant on the proteostasis because of the both of uh, because of the absence of both you know transcription and translation and despite these remarkable spe- spe- cell specific features the components of proteostasis in the machinery is quite similar and the process of resetting it during embryogenesis is quite similar so that was something you know really intrigued me and i was really fascinated so i looked up and this was something to take home message for me thank you lakshita We heard quite some interesting advancements and major leaps that we have encountered in the past year. 
But Jayashree, do you have any idea of any scientific discovery that help us manage the massive pollution caused by various human activities? Yeah, I think so. I read about a research carried out by a team at Cornell University where they devised a strategy for creating biodegradable plastic. The idea was to incorporate an enzyme while manufacturing that degrades the polymers that plastic is composed of to their monomeric form. They are also trying to regulate when the enzyme should do their function. These kinds of innovations give us hope for a better future. Yeah, quite innovative indeed. Apart from this, you know I came across fascinating research that tried to create human monkey chimeras to facilitate performing some crucial experiments that we cannot perform in humans. I know, don't give me that look. It raises certain ethical concerns, but it might lead to a wide variety of opportunities in exploring early human development if it is led in the right direction. Yes, it is all about the perspective, Brachi. You know, apart from biology, space research always intrigues me a lot. This year has been remarkable in that too. The Mars rover Perseverance landed on the surface of Mars and also launched the Ingenuity helicopter that captured amazing images of an alien planet. Adding to space research, I read that astronomers have imaged a supermassive black hole in galaxy M87 and have also found a magnetic field around it. Isn't it interesting? Indeed, yes. Great! I think there have been quite some great advancements and achievements despite the difficult times that the entire humanity has faced during the pandemic. Very true. But the advancements we discussed are just a tip of iceberg. There are a whole lot of novel and significant advancements that have contributed in a way for the betterment of humanity and science. And let us hope that we overcome the pandemic this year and achieve greater success. Indeed, the links of all studies discussed are in the description of our podcast. Thank you for listening to us. We will meet you all in the next episode of IGIB Talk. Till, Till then, then, be safe, mask up and, and have, have a great, great year ahead. ahead.